Welcome to Gaming History 101, the Retro Video Games Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me from behind the wheels of steel today is none other than my partner in crime, Mr. Jam Elias. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing very good, Fred. I've got my um, 90s sunglasses on tonight, just for this occasion. There you go. I got my boombox <laughs> pressed firmly up against right. my ear. Uh, <laughs> and that's because tonight's uh, show, as I'm sure you can kind of tell from the intro, uh, the lovely sonic boom, that's for Derek H. right there, the number one request right outside of our, our previous episode. Uh, and as you might have been able to tell, this, this, time, this week we're doing Top Scores Volume 2. So we've got some listener feedback, and Jam and I have comprised our lists. Now we are here to share them with you. So, um, right. 
Yeah, so we're going to be doing some interludes and whatnot, and I should point out that this will have a uh, higher uh, quality version that will also be posted live. Um, there will be a link in the show notes and on GamingHistory101.com. But uh, without further ado, you came for the song, so let's get it going. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got got our first part, which I like to refer to as Eastern Flair. Um, it's only a handful of songs, but these are uh, from some of your requests. So um, the first one is from Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, I don't know which version people preferred me to use. I used the PlayStation 3 version to capture this music, but uh, it is uh, Nova's theme from Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And it's kind of one of those looping themes, so I just, uh, I think I captured it for like, you know, whatever, one or two rounds of the theme. But, uh, Jam, are you familiar with this song? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've got, I've got the game. <laughs> well, I uh, was not acutely familiar with Nova because I played a lot of MVC3, mm-hmm. but he's, I believe, from the uh, the updated version that has the 12 extra characters. Um, it could be wrong, but that's at least the version where I saw him in, um, which is the version I have now. And uh, so I didn't really play with him much the first time around. Although I could be wrong. Maybe he was in the original version. But uh, either way, um, I, I like this song. It's Fortingard requested it. It's very up <laughs> his course. alley. Um, but it's it's really cool. It's got some great drums and some 90s kickback and things like that. So uh, I don't know. Anything you want to say about it before we jump right in? I, I think we should play it. All right. Get, get well, to it. <laughs> without further ado... Here is none other than uh, Nova's theme from Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Was Nova's theme for a Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Thanks very much, Fallen God, for that request. And now let's move on to another song from the PC Engine. Uh, this is Sure Imagination and with from I Choaniki. You got <laughs> it. That right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's obviously not my request because I can't pronounce it. So this is obviously. <laughs> this is actually mine. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, for those who like muscle-bound, uh, oiled-up men, uh, you're probably familiar with Cho Aniki, but uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this one's only on the PC Engine CD, so it's a little hard to come by. It's a great game, though, if you get a chance to play it. Um, I, I, I'm sure there's a good way to emulate it, and that's probably how most people play it. But uh, uh, I definitely love this th- this game, and I really love this song. I, I don't per- particularly care for the PS1 version of Cho Aniki, so this is why I really like this one. And I know I'm going to get shit for that, but uh, anyway. Uh, you'll see. This game is very. Uh, this song is very Japanese, but I really love this song. So. <laughs>
yeah, there's Sure Imagination. Fantastic song. And uh, moving on, our next choice actually does come from Mr. Uh, Jam himself. Uh, either for the PC or the Xbox, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe you're referring to the Xbox version when you uh, went with the main theme from Jade Empire. Yep. I love this game. This is one of those uh, forgotten darlings from Bioware. Yeah, it uh, it came after... Um, uh, it's Couture. after the first Night's Day Republic, but before yeah. the second. I should well, and I'm the right. second one was done by uh, yeah, it wasn't done Obsidian. by them. Was it? It was, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, I've never played this game, but I did pick really? it up. Yeah, it was available oh. on the cheap uh, mm. around here. I think I got a complete copy for five bucks or something. It's and a great game. Really recommend it. Excellent. Well, I should definitely check it out. Um, but uh, I really like this theme, uh, having listened to it before this show. So, mm. uh, also know that Cy One's also a fan of this game as well. So, kind of dedicate we'll dedicate this song to him. So, in dedication oh. to Cy One, our friend in Australia, <laughs> yes, our Australian listener, <laughs> born and raised in the outback. Uh, love you, buddy. Uh, none other than uh, here's the main theme for uh, Jade Empire.
And that was the main theme of Jade Empire. And uh, now we're going to move on to a section uh, with themes that kind of, not necessarily themes, but music from horror-themed games, uh, which is cleverly titled Terror About, which I quite like that title, Fred, actually. It's a good section to call this. Um, the first tune that we're going to play here is uh, from our good friend Voss5, and this is the boss and the ending theme for Jaws on the NES. I haven't played this game, but I'm guessing you have, Fred, from your least recent YouTube video. I beat it! <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I he, he just wanted the boss theme, really. Um, the problem with the boss theme is that it's very repetitive, and so as I captured, like, you know, a couple minutes of it or whatnot, uh, I slowly went insane. So I'm sorry, uh, but I captured a couple rounds of it, uh, and then uh, and then we'll go into the ending theme. So anyway, here we go. <laughs> So there was the Boston ending themes. Uh, Jim, I really love that ending theme, which was why I put it in there. So I've kind of made Voss's request my own. But who knows? You let me know, Voss. Maybe you were entirely intending for that to be in there. Um, Moving on is a game I've played before. But for some reason, I never remembered this theme. And listening to it now, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Any person who complains that uh, the Genesis is farty can't say that after hearing this. Um, which is the uh, Alien 3 main theme on uh, the Mega Drive uh, or the Genesis. Uh, only this version, apparently, is the really good one. So, Jim, did you really like this uh, growing up or something? Or? Yeah, I had this um, game growing up, and it, which is really funny as well, because I wasn't um, actually allowed to watch the Alien 3 movie until I was 18, because <laughs> I was having a sheltered yeah. childhood, as you do. Uh, so. I, I was banned from our movies until I was 15 myself, so... But my game, my parents were all like, "But the game's okay, no problem." Of course, you can play absolutely. The game. <laughs> what, what, what could go wrong? It's <laughs> fine. There being chest burst scenes in it. <laughs> yes, Whatever there are. It it's, it's quite a violent game, uh, but uh, it's it's good game. Uh, someday I want to do an Alien Three and Predator Two uh, for the Mega Drive uh, episode. So, mm. uh, like retro game challenge or something. Uh, so mm. anyway, not challenge night. Uh, there's no way I'll beat it. But uh, anyway. <laughs> So without further ado, let's jump into Jam's Choice, uh, the main theme from Alien 3.
So moving on from the Mega Drive now, we're now going to stray into the PlayStation 1 territory, although I believe this this music is also in the PC version when I was checking it out just the other day. We're going into the absolutely brilliant Quake 2 music, and uh, our, our next track is going to be the main theme, but it's also featured in the first level of the game, and this this tune is just fantastic. Well, and we in are... full disclosure, I did uh, rip this from the uh, 360 version. If you oh, really? bought, if you <laughs> yeah. pre-ordered Quake Two, you got or Quake Four, you got Quake mm-hmm. Two in like an HD upres. I have no idea why they never made it available anywhere else. I know uh, it's, it's got it's crazy. It's got thirteen zero point achievements in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and yeah, so I, I was able. It had a very beautiful quality version of this, so I was able to pull it from that. So. Most people will say it's better than Quake 4, <laughs> that version of the game. I'm about to find out. I definitely, uh, this and our conversation with last week's show made me want to play this. So, uh, hmm. all right, well, let's kick it off with the Quake 2 main theme. So that was the Quake 2 theme. Awesome. Rockin'. Um, you know, and I got to say, I, I wasn't prone to liking it as much because uh, I don't know if you know this, but 
Trent Reznor did the uh, from Nine Inch Nails uh, did yeah, the, the theme for the first game, and mm-hmm. uh, while it was an ominous soundtrack, uh, that's 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 I, I prefer the Quake Two song much more. <laughs> um, so next up is uh, from a game I don't know if many people have played. It's on the Saturn. It's oh. called Panzer Dragoon Two <laughs> Zvi, which is very funny because if you know what Zvi means, it means two. So it's Panzer Dragoon Two colon two, which is stupid. So I'm going to just say Panzer Dragoon Zvi. Um, and, uh, it's, it's called the unexpected enemy. The game's not too long and it's not too hard. And so this is the final boss battle. And, uh, the reason I like it is it's very ominous and like epic sounding, kind of like when you fight any boss on, uh, uh, in Star Fox. And I think I even featured Star Fox in the last top scores like that music. So this is very indicative of that. And it's beautiful. It's also one of the longer songs in this list. I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it runs like five minutes long or something, but it's, it's really cool. I do like it. And so I had to feature it. And of course, it's easily accessible on a Saturn disc. So here we go. This is the unexpected enemy from Panzer Dragoons Vi.
And moving along, we're going giving some more love to the Mega Drive or the Genesis, depending on what your Actually, preference is. Actually, this one is specifically the Mega Drive, and I'll tell you why. Is in it? Sec. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah because mm-hmm. well, well, Fred will carry time just to make oh, it. So well, we're you going. Can. You can't. It's your choice. <laughs> Wow, well, the, the, this, the, this next tune's from Splatterhouse 2. Uh, I, interesting enough, actually, um, I never played Splatterhouse 1. I actually skipped straight to 2, because we didn't have the arcade over in this country. I think it never released over here, and Turbo Graphics were rarer than the one ring around here, so <laughs> finding, one, finding a copy. Did you guys ever get a virtual console version? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, okay, Wii, well, at least you guys yeah. have that. Again, I'm not saying you need to run out and yeah. buy it, but... Uh... I've got the um, the 360 version of Splatterhouse. I've got the um, oh, is it the right. arcade port or something yeah, from that, that yeah, version. Yeah, me too. It's on the uh, Splatterhouse new game mm-hmm. that no one liked but me. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Okay, well, there you go. Good. And Jim. That's, that's, that's how we, we found each other for this show, actually. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a special one little website where we both met each other. Yeah, I know, right? It was on Splatterhouse is the best on 360.com. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Exactly. Uh, but... Uh, so anyway, this next tune is from the first boss fight and also the last boss fight as well. Um, and the reason that this is special is that the reason it's the Mega Drive version, it's from the um, 50 Hertz PAL version of the game, which was, I'm guessing is very different for the NTSC version. Uh, it was the same song, but the, yeah. the, the song's a lot more upbeat and like jumpy. And then when mm-hmm. you listen to the PAL version, they literally just converted it to 50 frames a second. Oh, really? So the <laughs> yeah. song slows down, and it actually sounds better slowed down. Mm. Um, so at first, I actually have this on the virtual console as well as on my 360, um, and on Genesis for that matter. Um, <laughs> I actually think I went to pull it from – I went on the virtual console to pull it and then realized there's a sound test in the main menu, and that mm-hmm. was the easiest way to get it. But um, – but yeah, so uh, everybody was saying the, the PAL version was the better version. So uh, this is actually ripped from online. Uh, I'll admit that. But uh, it was a very good quality. That's cut. cool. So, uh, here's the, uh, yeah. so here's the first last boss from Splatterhouse 2.
All right, there's the last boss theme from Splatterhouse 2. You know, I've heard that Splatterhouse 2 is, is about as short as the first game. Like, it's like 40 minutes or something. Is that true? Yeah, that's about right. Okay, cool. Is it beatable? The, the Splatterhouse 2? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. it's, 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 uh, I think you, you could probably easily put this into a YouTube video if you were doing a uh, hmm. retro for it. Yeah. I've never I've never tried these games, and I picked up two and three on Genesis just because you know when you find them they're like collector's mm-hmm. items. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, near and dear to my heart is uh, uh, but uh, Jam is the one who picked it is uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica's uh, Moment of Relief is the actual name of the song. It's off of the soundtrack actually, mm-hmm. um, but it's the safe room music, and it's kind of like a an updated remix of the uh, safe room music that you've always kind of seen when you go save, but. Uh, I, this is a really cool song. Uh, why did you always care for this song? I don't know. Oh, I loved it ever since I, when I when I first played the um, Dreamcast version. It was always just that. It, it really is in the title, isn't it? Moments of relief, like yeah. just know you're safe, just temporarily. Because I found this game hard when Code I played Veronica, it. Yeah, so. a lot of people act like it's it's beatable, but I think most people quit. If they don't before, they definitely quit uh, when you take over Chris and. Um, it, it's a fantastic game, but barring Resident Evil Zero, it is probably the hardest game in the series. But unlike Resident Evil Zero, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, without further ado, let's do Jam's uh, favorite song from uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, Moment of Relief. And moving into our next section of the music show tonight, we're going to go to the chip tune music, everybody's favorite section. Well, at least we'll find out anyway this week. Right. Um, so I think this is this is a great choice to kick it all off with. And this is uh, Blake's request, and this is the pause theme from Battletoads. Um, I have actually played this version of Battletoads as well, so everybody remembers when you press that start button, you get possibly the best music of yeah. the game. 
And it, it, it's another one of those uh, loops so much it'll slowly make you insane. So I've only yeah. given a 30-second loop. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, here we go. Check it out. So that was the Battletoads chip, uh, Battletoads pause team, uh, theme. Uh, moving on, uh, from the C64, it's not Super Mario Brothers, it's actually the great Gianna sisters. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jamalice has chosen the main theme. Now I'm curious because I don't really care for this song, so what was your, uh, what was your, I, but it's fine, I mean I'm not dogging on it, but, uh, but I was just curious what your thoughts were. I thought it'd just be, I was just trying to mix it up a bit, cause rather than just going for stuff that everybody's heard before, Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like, you know, the usual kind of like Mario tunes and Sonic tunes, even though we might possibly may or may not be featuring that stuff later. <laughs> so, <Maybe>. um, <laughs> I, I was, it's more just kind of like a, a bit of variation, really. I was, when I, a lot of my lists, I was trying to go for various different systems and, um, various microcomputers and stuff as well, mm-hmm. just show that they, the, well, like this is a C64 tune, but, um, each system really, um, had its own little music track that just stood out, I feel. And uh, I think everyone's made, well, not, I know you did, you played the Ghostbusters tune for the um, C4 yeah. last time, so we yeah. can't use that. So, right. Because <laughs> that was obviously very good. Um, but I thought this was worth a mention. I'll agree, it's probably not the greatest tune, but I think people that nostalgia for this game will appreciate it. Huh? Um, Let's find so it might out. be more of a UK thing or, or Australian. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and we'll talk about it in a sec, but my next one's no better. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, we'll jump into it. Here's the uh, main theme from the Great Gianna Sisters. So I wonder if that's settled down well with people in the audience. Uh, well, moving to Fred's choice next, uh, we're now going to do the main theme for Todd's Adventures in Slime World on the Lynx. 
This is a shit game, but I like this theme. <laughs> this game was ported all over. The Lynx is probably the worst version of it, too. But really? there's something about the really bare-bones themes that the Lynx was capable of that I just love hearing that little, like... You're really selling this tune. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 probably bad. Uh, but anyway. All right. Uh, here's the main theme from Todd's Adventures in Slime World. <laughs> Right, so there's that little nibbly bit. Uh, <laughs> but fortunately, we have Fortingard in here to save us with yeah. the next one. So I was never a big Pokemon player, but uh, this is a well-renowned uh, song. Yeah. Um, this is from Pokemon Red Blue, which is actually getting its uh, re-release. I think it's out at this point, uh, which is the, what, Omega Ruby and uh, Alpha some, Sapphire? Yeah, I don't know. It might be <laughs> Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire, but one or the other. Uh, and this is uh, Lavender Town. Uh, Lavender Town is a very notable town, and this particular song uh, is fantastic. So, um, from the Game Great. Boy, here is Lavender Town.
Thanks very much, Fallen God, for that suggestion of Lavender Town from Pokemon. Uh, and moving along now to uh, it's more uh, Capcom versus Love. So this is from um, SNK versus Capcom Battle of the Millennium on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. This is uh, Leona's theme. I've not played this. <laughs> okay, all, it's it's a very but... interesting game. I wish there was a good way to capture it. Maybe mm. I can do it through emulation or something. But uh, what I like about this theme, and you'll kind of hear it, is it really captures kind of that feeling, you know, the larger than life of of, of battle game. But on the Neo Geo, uh, Pocket Color, and that, that's what I really liked about it. So, um, mm. But when you listen to it, you'll see it's just, it's just really kind of bumping. And it is its own theme. Oh, like it's great it, yeah. yeah, it literally goes through its whole like thing, and then it just fades out mm-hmm. and starts up again. And thanks to a headphone jack, I'm able to steal it. So there we go. <laughs> nice. So without further ado, here's Leona's theme. Now, moving on. Now, this is something I had – this song I had never heard before. Yeah. And I'm really upset that I hadn't because right. it is a fantastic chiptune song. And it's not the familiar one you're kind of thinking it would be. It's from RoboCop on the ZX Spectrum, uh, and it's from Psy1. Psy1 the one who requested this. Um, but it's the main theme. And it's got a composer, and God bless me, I can't remember who it was. Um, but uh, the point being is I listened to this, and this is just a fantastic theme. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit longer than I'm used to on a chiptune thing, but I of don't course. care because it's so good. So, uh, any anything for you? Any warm memories of this? <laughs> I, I just love that bit at the beginning where it says Robocop in the voice, which must have taken up most of the memory. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and it, it it almost sounds like it's off sync as he waves the sounds yeah. in and out, but it's like intentional. So just so people mm. know. <laughs> and this is another one I had to steal. So there you go. <laughs> but anyway, absolutely. Yeah. Of uh, course. Here is the main theme from RoboCop on the ZX Spectrum.
And you thought you'd never hear a ZX Spectrum tune on this show. <laughs> so we, know, we right? do everything here. Um, I'm very pleased we did it, though. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great example. I, I don't think you should hold every ZX Spectrum uh, game no. in that regard for music. <laughs> but uh, there's there's your good example. <laughs> So now we're going back to the NES, and this is your choice, Fred. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Little Nemo in Dream World. <laughs> because it's on the NES, obviously I haven't played this game, but uh, this is the tune for Flower Garden. Yeah, Flower Garden's a great level, and uh, uh-huh. and this is just a fun little song. Everybody likes to pick the main theme, and I, I just thought this would be better. And a lot yeah, of people mistake totally it for the main theme, so there you go. But uh, here we go. So there's the Flower Garden theme. And last but not least, I had to wrap up with this. I know it's yeah. bad. And I even can't remember. I hope I didn't use it in the first one. Uh, but just in No, case. you didn't. Okay, good. No, I listened to it the other night. So. Um, but it's the jogging theme from Punch-Out. Any person who's beaten Piston Honda knows what this theme is. <laughs> and it has spawned a lot of fun stuff, including a, uh, a, a terrible uh, video. But I have to mention it. Well, no, I won't mention it, actually. A, a terrible video about bike theft. We'll put it that way. And you okay. can YouTube on your own if you want to. But uh, anyway, uh, here is the very noteworthy uh, jogging theme from Punch-Out.
and we move away from the chip tune music and we go into our next part and this this sort of section is just classic tunes really i, I think all of these tunes in here are very memorable and from mostly very good games as well actually looking down the list in fact all of them look great to me um mm-hmm. we're going to start straight away with another microcomputer this one is a personal favorite of mine from the microcomputer and it's from the system i owned which is the amstrad cpc uh this is the main theme for golden axe fred and uh, this is the very first version of golden axe i ever played as well uh, with my brother and the the game itself is questionable it's not great at least it's for, compared to the other versions but right. this tune is great i think it's i have one of the to best. agree with you yeah. um i like this more than the sega cd version which probably has one of the best versions of the golden axe sound um this is just a phenomenal song and it's long i mean it is yeah. uh again i had to pull it but i always listen to see if it's just a looping thing it's not this is the actual song in full yeah it's fantastic so Um, So here we go. Thank you. 
right. Well, don't be fooled, though. That doesn't mean that every Amstrad song is that good. But Not Jam's yet. really trying to sell <laughs> off his uh, microcomputer brethren uh, <laughs> on this episode by uh, him and Cy One are working in tandem to just show Absolutely. how great these. Uh, it does show the testament to how great these computers could generate sound if you just mm. put enough effort into it. Um, but, uh, all right, well, moving on is something I, uh, you know, normally it should be the Hudson's Adventure Island theme, but it's uh, not because that's not really as good of a theme as this, which is, uh, right. yeah, the palette swap of Sega's version was known as Wonder Boy. Now, Wonder Boy would go on to do various other things, but the first game is nothing but, um, uh, the Hudson's Adventure Island from Hudson Soft, uh, mm-hmm. for the NES. It, it's, it's just a... A palette swap so that they could release it on the master system but uh, and this is from the master system and has a fantastic main theme so uh without further ado here's the uh wonder boy theme pulled from the master system one of my favorite games that i have in my collection Just studying Fred during a break. This also um, Wonder Boy is also on the Game Gear, but I've, I've heard it's only it was only available in Europe though, which is pretty typical, isn't it, for, for those Game yeah, Gear fans out there? So if we only get a handful of games on the Game, the Game Gear library seems large in the US, but if you look at what's missing, it's very clear we didn't get the greatest iterations mm-hmm. of it. But um. so moving on to another, um, this is a, a, a classic, um, a great suggestion from Voss Five again. Um, so this is Chrono Cross on the PlayStation One. And the theme is uh, Scars of Time. Uh, I'm, the only way I was able to actually get this version of the game was to download it on the PlayStation Network because mm. I don't think it was sold over here. I could be wrong. Uh, mm. I know it would have been ridiculously rare. If it was. Yeah, I ended up finding mine. Uh, some guy was selling off his collection and he huh. sold me this and the uh, the document of Metal Gear Solid 2, which is another oh, really? rare game. He sold me both of them for five bucks. Uh, nice. <laughs> so I think yeah. I got a steal on that one. Um, although I did not pull this from the PS1 game, uh, I actually have his version had the, if you pre-ordered it at Funko Land, and yes, it was Funko Land back then, you got a disc that had six songs on it. It was like a sampler disc, and one of them is is this one. Uh, I believe if you buy it in Japan, it's known as uh, Time's Scar is the name of it, but uh, on mine it's called Scars of Time, so here we go. Thank you. 
All right. Uh, love that song. Love that song. Um, and, and really the CD version only can really do it justice. Although yeah, it sounds yeah. the same on the PS1, but I'm sure audio files will tell me how poorly compressed it is, and it, it probably is, so or at least heavily compressed. Um, so next up, I love this game. I don't think yeah. a lot of people played this game, but it's Rocket Knight Adventures. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it is a different game on the Mega Drive than on the SNES, and the Mega Drive Genesis version is the better game. So. Yeah. And uh, this is the theme from level one. Is there a particular reason you went with this this theme? I know it's the more popular one, but... It's um, for me, because I, I got this game for my birthday um, pretty much when it came out on launch, I think, for my parents. And it was such a really cool surprise because getting games that were exclusive like for us because i was i have three brothers so it's usually we were given um well back then i only had two brothers my first, my youngest brother wasn't born yet but <laughs> so for, he was um, a twinkle in your mom's eye exactly yeah uh, basically um you know get game game give it to you it's usually something that's a joint venture for all of us basically mm-hmm. as opposed to being individual but it's like a huge surprise and i just remember booting this game up putting the cartridge in and just hearing this theme for level one and just being kind of like blown away not to sound cliche or anything but just thinking wow <laughs> that soundtrack is amazing oh yeah and this game is great you know what even the new rocket knight one that got yeah. remade uh by konami on the ps3 360, mm-hmm. on 360 I, yeah. I yeah i i have it on ps3 and i love it um i, I mm-hmm. and having a d-pad the 360 d-pad's kind of crap but uh the uh, ps3 i i i really like uh the new one uh something yeah. i should i should play for like a version or something play the genesis the snes and then this one so yeah it's quite unloved actually the um the remake for the redo but it's, it's really good yeah I, I thought so too. Maybe it was just hard. I don't know. That that tends to uh, hold people back. I think it's as hard as this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, was going to say uh, the SNES version is the only one I got to hunt down. It's it's the easiest one to find because it's not as popular. Uh, but I definitely uh, covet my Genesis version. Yeah. So uh, all right. Without further ado, here we go.
So that was the fantastic level one music from Rocket Knight Adventures. Now, this is kind of like a semi-plug for our game club coming up at the end of December. Yes, um, <laughs> but we, me and Fred already spoke about this, but Secret of Mana has a fantastic soundtrack. And this is coming from someone that's not really a big SNES guy. And I, I, I'm, I've been playing this game through, and I'm still, I, I love the music for this game. It's really good. Did um, you know that the this game... game started life as a Sony PlayStation uh, game, uh, i.e. I. the PlayStation that was going to be on the SNES? Really? Oh and yeah, they, yeah. And then when that, that deal fell through, they had to mm. figure out how to fit it on a cartridge. And I'm surprised that the soundtrack made it through uh, mm. so well. It, so. it really shows. Yeah, that actually probably makes a lot of sense actually for the quality that they put into this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the we've uh, Fred has chosen this track. It's the Secret of Arid Sands. Um, but uh, you know, I really I really dig this game, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying. It. I'm kind of spoiling it already, but the game cover. <laughs> well, then again, the game club's not really about whether it's good or bad; just our no, impressions no, with no. it. So we've got that going for us anyway. But uh, I think you can see what Jam's going to say in his review already. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack's great. But, uh, well, and I agree with you. And so this one was cool because when you're wandering through those sands, uh, I don't know yeah. if you've gotten there yet, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it really captures that feel. So. Out of melodic and into something a little more uh, upbeaty, a little more agent, secret agent, top secret style, we're going to jump into <laughs> Siphon Filter on the PS1. This was a Mr. Jam Elias choice, uh, and you went with the main theme, which I can't see why you would go with anything else. It's, know, yeah, it's quite fantastic. I have never played Siphon Filter, oh, really? but this makes me want to. Is it badass, or is this just some lingering love for Bond that you guys all seem to have over I, in I Europe? I would recommend playing it, Fred. Def- okay. Definitely play the first one. I uh, own the first three <laughs> on PS1. And that's all you um, need to own. You don't need to worry about the others. <laughs> very good. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. And they're all the PS1 classics, but uh, yeah. uh, 
yeah. Uh, so this was this was an easy way to grab this one, but uh, yeah, I like this song. I like this song a lot. So here we go. from secret agents to deep below the sea not really sure how to sort of link these two but this is this great is now they think you're going to do a little mermaid song <laughs> oh no yeah so we're moving to a, a well a sega's kind of like forgotten classic i guess though that's up for debate um echo the dolphin on them um, sega cd um and this is the introduction music for the game which is yeah definitely i definitely agree with you here for this is a good tune for definitely a sega cd version over the mega drive version or the masters version that much that matter yeah it's pretty it's pretty ominous and this is one of those rare cases where it is a different song like it's a fully different song so uh but yeah i really like this um I was told by the guy at the mom and pop shop, uh, as I was buying up a bunch of Sega CD games, he was like, why didn't you grab Echo? I was like, I don't really like Echo, and I've got it on the Genesis collection. He goes, oh, well, the game's pretty much the same on the Sega CD, but the soundtrack makes it worth it. And he goes, just buy... Mind you, he was trying to push the game because it was like one of his last Sega CD games. He had it for two bucks. But he goes, just buy it, and if nothing else, just pop it in your CD player. I was like, okay. And there you go. And that's basically all I've done. (laughs) Here we go.
All right. So after that one, we're going to move into a much better song, in my opinion, but definitely also a different speed, which is uh, from Castlevania Bloodlines. Now, Jam, is this – it's the new generation. Oh, the new generation. It's like a Pepsi commercial. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. um, is this the same song in yours? It is. Yeah, okay. it's exactly the same. And it's a song from level one, which at first sounds like it's Vampire Killer, which is the very yeah. classic I played it on last uh, la- on the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but this is actually its own song, and uh, it, it speaks very good of Bloodlines. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, much like uh, Contra Hardcore on the Genesis Mega Drive, is its own thing. It's completely separated from a, a predominantly Nintendo-centric series, like Contra was as well. And so it's a very cool, like just it is its own thing uh and and like everything else it makes the genesis sound awesome uh much like uh you know your previous example on alien 3 makes genesis sound awesome it's uh it's really cool and if you've never played the game the special effects are absolutely fantastic it it is the quality you came to expect from konami all the way up and until like the playstation 2 era with the castlevania games so basically once they went 3d it all went to shit Uh, anyway uh, so here's the level one theme from castlevania bloodlines or the new generation
So I've been fortunate enough to um, intro every single section of the show tonight, <laughs> so by just some chance, actually. So um, don't think we plan to do that. But anyway, this last sort of uh, set of tunes we've just called leftovers, really. So they're, they're not they're not really particularly in any order or anything. They just kind of we've just thought this is probably the best way to put them together. Um, kicking off, we're actually going to give some love to the N64 of all things, which um, is yes. rare because its sound chip sucks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And but this game is pretty awesome. Uh, this is the main theme for Jet Force Gemini, um, a rare game, of course. Uh, back when Rare was probably at the height of developed their by Rare, it's actually yeah. quite easy to find on the system. <laughs> yeah, and it is on Virtual Console too. So you guys oh, have it? no I excuses. I think it is. Maybe it's is not. It? Uh, Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. calling me out on that one. But uh, anyway, continue with what you were going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is this is back when Rare was kind of at the height of their popularity um, mm-hmm. before uh, things just dwindled with Nintendo, then went to Xbox, but <laughs> so <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, um, all right, well, here's the title theme. It's a great one. So that's the one proof that the N64 can do something decent. Uh, You know, it's in Punishment's another one. And that, I know, is on the Virtual Console. And it never came out in either of our countries. So there you go. But uh, anyway, uh, next up, love this. Uh, This is actually from the soundtrack. I have Uh the soundtrack. So I don't know if it was actually named when the game came out. But this is my favorite game of... It's my favorite arcade game. I don't (laughs) think it's my favorite game of all time. I think it's number two. But it's Final Fight. <clears throat> Love Final Fight. 
This originally did premiere in the arcade version. Uh, it's called Walk in the Park. And if you've ever played the uh, the park level, it's the fourth level. Usually the level you stop playing the game at because you die. You run out of lives. Uh, and if you're not playing the arcade version, you can't continue. So anyone who played this on the SNES or the Sega CD, this is usually where you get stopped. Um, but it's a fantastic song, and it's a fantastic level. So from the arcade back to the SNES, uh, SNES which have just many, many great soundtracks on various games. But we're going to the much-loved Earthbound, which was uh, recently released on the well, not really recently, it was a couple of months ago now on the Virtual Console on the Wii Actually, U, which I, think I it was a year ago. Really? Oh god, I'm way behind. I only recently purchased it on the Wii U Virtual Console myself. So That's fine. It's a, it's a long, hard to deal with RPG. Yeah. I'm learning. Um, I see why people loved it then, mm-hmm. and I see why the nostalgia is there. Uh, but ooh, you gotta have like something else you're doing while you play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yet to start it, so I've got that to look forward to. So. Yeah, and you'll stop it a couple of times. But if you stick yeah. with it, it's it's got some great stuff. It's very charming, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a, it's a bit of a slog. Do it in small doses. Mm-hmm. We'll know. So. And this uh, Fred chose this one, and the the theme that he's gone for is "You've Come Far, Ness." Yes, and when you get to this point in the game, it's about 40 hours in, you will feel (laughs) that way. I should point out, I bought this game, like, right when I bought my Wii U. So probably, like, uh, it was, I think, the end of last year, beginning of this year, when I got that bundle. And I play this game in, like, one-hour doses when my daughter's watching TV and we're waiting for my wife to get home, uh, you know, on and off again. And I've done it about 40 times now. <laughs> and so, but uh, I, I continue to get enchanted by, by the, uh, the soundtrack, and this is, this is a really good one. So um, 
Anyway, you're going to have to go a long ways to get there. But once you do, uh, this is uh, kind of feels almost like a uh, moment of relief or moment of uh, what is it? Sigh of relief. Resident uh, Evil. Uh, moment, yeah, moments of relief. Moments of Resident relief. Uh, the difference is that, uh, well, actually, maybe much like it, once you get here, you have that moment. But the second you <laughs> leave or get moving, uh, it, it's more trouble all the way. So, anyway, here we go with You've Come Far, Ness. And we were about to wrap up. This was going to be our last song of the night. But But. we've had a late breaking request, literally moments before we recorded this. (laughs) Yeah. Where, uh, of course, Andy from 42 Level 1, late as always, uh, threw in a request. Of course, it's for a Sonic song. So he was like, pick the shittiest game that has one of the better soundtracks you can think of. And first thing that came to my mind was Sonic R. Um, So here we go. With the lovely main theme for Sonic R on the Sega Saturn. Here's the main theme. You're welcome, Andy.
So that was, um, well, have your ears bleed, bled yet? So I'm, I'm, I'm taking that line from you, Fred, from the last show uh, with the DK rap, because that's kind of how this one feels. <laughs> it's so upbeat, though. I feel like I'm running at an incredible pace. No, I, I, we love you, Andy. We love your love for Sonic. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It is one of the better of the soundtracks, I guess. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so unfortunately, that's that's the end of Volume 2. I mean, it's, it seems like it's just flown by, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. There's, there's there's so many. There's just so many um, tunes um, to, well, to choose from within games. There, there's to, just too many. So it, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up doing a volume three at some point. Oh <laughs> yeah, future. it's probably scheduled. We might even do it annually. You know, you never know. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe we could even do it or quicker. But we'll see. We'll see. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, we will be releasing this on GamingHistory101.com as well as the podcast feed. Uh, it will be compressed, though, to 56 kbps. So if you want a slightly up-res version, uh, the lowest quality of CD is 128 kbps. I'm also releasing that version. There will be a link both on uh, GamingHistory101.com and uh, in the feed. But, of course, on your RSS reader, it's probably really hard to get to it. Um, I didn't want to post this two episodes because I didn't want to split that for um, the uses of whenever people want to look at our download numbers or something. So, um, But uh, there you go. And uh, don't forget, uh, we've got the Game Club, which is uh, going to be for, uh, you know, Secret of Mana. It's available on the mm-hmm. Virtual Console and, of course, on the SNES. Uh, you can pick that up. Fantastic game. We've still got plenty. a month before we do it, so you got plenty of time. Absolutely. And uh, next week, we'll be back to do uh, PlayStation Turning 20 with uh, Mr. Um, <clears throat> Uh, that Scottish Andy. guy. <laughs> yeah, that Scottish guy, Andy, who always gets in his requests late. So you can come back and we'll enjoy that. Uh, if you want a buffer, go listen to Birth of the PlayStation, which kind of talks about its uh, its birth, its inception, and then we'll be uh, waxing philosophical about the greatest parts of the PlayStation uh, next week. So anyway, uh, so Mr. Jam Elias, you want to introduce our final song for the night? So, what better way to finish off the night with Fly Me to the Moon from Bayonetta on the, the better version, which is the 360. <laughs> well, I'm, not oh, really, I'm not criticizing the Wii U. I'm criticizing the difference between the 360 and the PS3. But There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I did pull this from the uh, – actually, I pulled this from the Wii U version because oh, I did you? beat it. Well, there's two versions of this, and the best version is if uh, if you – I happen to capture it. And honestly, that game capture went to shit because I was using an old capture box that I actually returned. But the plus side was I was very easily able to extract the audio from it, which was in tip-top shape. So this is the one from the final credit sequence. It's a full five-minute song. Um, it's a great song in and of itself, and of course it covers – uh, I believe it's a Frank Sinatra song. Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon. I know he performed it. And Japan's somewhat in love with it. And for some reason, because it's in various uh, pop culture things, the most notable would be the ending credit sequence of any Neon Genesis Evangelion. And then, of course, uh, yeah. Bayonetta. Um, I love it. They love it. Hell, let's end on it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Good, good night to end on. <laughs> yeah, so until next week, uh, this is Fred and Jam saying <laughs> peace out. Take care.
Well, you didn't very well think we could do a soundtrack episode without having a secret track, did you? <laughs> so, uh, well, this one goes out to none other than Mr. Funk Junkie. Uh, Funk, I hope you didn't think we forgot you, but uh, his request was uh, Head Radio FM off of the Grand Theft Auto soundtrack. And since it is in and of itself like a 10-minute track because it's the entire radio, it is fantastic. But I wasn't quite sure where to weave it in. So I figured, why not make it a secret track? So, Funk, I hope you're not too upset. But for those who stuck with it, here is none other than Head Radio FM uh, to uh, wrap up our lovely soundtrack episode. Happy gaming. Peace out. You're listening to Head Radio. FM Stereo. The network show with Eddie Simmons. He's a champ. travel reports.
Dead Fly, 89 FM, Head Radio.